Welcome to season two of Gold Camp. If you've been with us since season one, thank you so much. Not only here in the U.S., but all around the globe. It's time now to get after our very best outcomes. It's a new year, a new decade, and nothing's going to be different unless you make dramatic changes. Look forward to more inspirational guests, more insights on goal setting and goal achievement. You know the story. 30 years ago, I was living random. I was frustrated and I started to work towards a methodology and it took 30 years for me to polish and refine the steps it takes to become effective at not only setting goals but achieving goals. Welcome to the campgrounds. This is Goal Camp. Welcome to Goal Camp everyone. I hope you're well and as we look at coming out of this pandemic, I really wanted to talk a little bit about how we want to assess our goals going into COVID and now that we're coming out, how, what's our perspective? Life has changed dramatically and we'll never fully go back to how things were. There's a few areas I think we really need to concentrate on as we go out of this pandemic. And the most important thing I would recommend is learning how to be more empathetic, studying emotional intelligence especially in the workforce and from a career perspective. Because if you think about it, when we went into the pandemic, we were shut in, we were quarantined, we were in the house. And though that provided some flexibility because our kids were in the house, so we didn't have to take them to school, we were able to do the different things that we needed to do, we also became less compartmentalized and more intertwined. What do I mean by that? Well, before you'd get up, make breakfast, get your kids off to school, get yourself ready and go to work. You'd work, run your errands at lunch, come back, finish working, come home, fix dinner, then maybe do some more work or put your kids to bed, read them a story, then have your nighttime conversation with your partner and go to bed and do it again the next day. Well, now... You're not doing it in that way. Everything's intertwined. So you're waking up, starting the kids and making sure they're logged on for school. Maybe you don't have multiple computers. So you have to share your resources so that the kids can go to school. You can go to work and you can log on for Zoom meetings or go go to web meetings, et cetera. And then maybe there are people coming in your home to fix things or you have to go get groceries or you're doing e-commerce and Your kids have an issue. They can't get logged on, so you have to interrupt your life. The world is dramatically changed. People are more stressed and working harder, even though they have the flexibility of working out of their homes. As we think about this post-pandemic environment, the post-pandemic workforce and career perspective is this. We have to understand people's lives, especially if they have children that they have to put in school or if they're taking care of an elderly person. They're no longer able to compartmentalize. They are intertwined throughout the day with these various responsibilities, which means they're working a little later, which means they're interrupted. So they don't have that focus, that continuous focus to get certain tasks done. And it's quite a problem and a challenge. So I highly encourage us to think about the post-pandemic workforce and our careers as they relate to this new environment that we're in. Now, if this is you that's struggling post-pandemic or even during the pandemic, you need to take control of your time. You need to make sure you set time aside for you to clear your thoughts, to exercise, 
to get things laid out for yourself because you cannot operate at that high level of stress and those long hours for very long before other issues start to set in. So please take care of yourself. Self-care is so important. One of the other goals I think we ought to set for ourselves as we think about this post-pandemic world is reading. Increasing our power through educating ourselves is so important because power is how we gain influence and how we move forward in life. And the statistics are staggering. 43 million people in the U.S. possess low literacy skills. People aged 15 to 44 spend 10 minutes or less per day reading. It's crazy. And there's been a decline uh, over the last few years, I guess 23 minutes to 17 minutes or something like that I've read. The bottom line is our, our time spent reading is going down. You'd like to only imagine where it went to. Social media. Teenagers don't read for entertainment anymore because they get their entertainment out of social media. And in this post-pandemic world, social media is how we're getting so much news. It's how we're getting so much information. And quite frankly, it is misleading because there's so many different perspectives on a point of view, and it doesn't have to be corroborated. We're sitting here listening to uh, information or, or scrolling through information that's Fake, totally made up to get followers and likes and to get subscribers. So it's really important that as we move forward, that we set a goal to read more. Make it a goal for yourself in this post-pandemic world to increase your power through educating yourself. Reading is critical to growing your skill sets. And as we talked about in in my first point about career and the post-pandemic workforce, we really need to be reading up on how we need to be developing ourselves and what skills and talents do we need in this new world that's evolving. Because things like e-commerce are up, autonomous vehicles, all of these different things that are happening in our world right before our very eyes will change everything. If we're not reading and educating ourselves and increasing our power through that education, we will be left behind. We are going to see ourselves. I think right now, America is ranked 28 in the world because we're not reading. We're not spending time digesting through reading, only scrolling and getting misinformation in, in a lot of ways. I'm not saying all the information is bad. You get my point. But let's make it a point to also make a goal for increasing our power through education. And that education comes in the form of reading. One of the things I remember growing up was a show called The Electric Company. And there was a character called Easy Reader, which was Morgan Freeman. And that show started in 1971. And I remember he would say, left to right, top to bottom. No, it was the other way. Top to bottom, left to right, that reading stuff is out of sight. I remember that was really cool, and we would watch him read the different things, but it was so much fun, and I remember being little. Reading was a big part of of our lives. We went to the libraries, and we learned about the Dewey Decimal System and how to look up books in the library and where to find them. And that is just gone. We download books online, ebooks, 
and Audible and things of that nature. And that, that's great. We're busy people. But I really believe if we will take some time to reacquaint ourselves with the library and do it old school, find a book, sit in a corner in a library and read and reignite that passion for reading. Make that a goal for yourself this post-pandemic, and I believe it'll pay dividends. The other goal I want to set is it's sensitive and, and I know it's tough to talk about, but it's our mental health. The statistics suggest that we've just skyrocketed from one in 10 cases of anxiety or depressive disorder prior to the pandemic to four in 10 adults reporting symptoms of anxiety or depressive disorder. And many of these adults are reporting very specific negative impacts on their mental health. Um, Difficulty sleeping, eating, increases in alcohol consumption or substance abuse. Chronic conditions are getting worse due to worry and stress over the coronavirus. As this pandemic has continued to wear on us, The public health issues have been escalating. So it's important that we take a look at our mental health and our our health in general. Let's just say, let's take a look at our wellness overall, but specifically our mental health and how we're doing. Are we anxious? Are we feeling signs of depression? It's very important that we take a look at our mental well-being. And let's be clear. This is impacting young and old. Some of the research has indicated that kids that were in school and the schools have closed and they've had to up in their education and their training, it has had a dramatic effect on them, especially seniors and seniors who were in their final year and had prospects, whether they were in sports or they had academic um, achievements that they were going after, and it turns out they're basically doing drive-by graduations or literally online virtual readings of their name to satisfy graduation, it was very problematic and and brought a lot of anxiety and depression in our young adults. Also, a, a lot of job loss during the pandemic. And you can only imagine the type of depression and anxiety that sets in when you're not able to take care of your family and you're not able to provide depression, anxiety absolutely will set in. And if you're in a family that's already in a lower income bracket, the situation worsens. So it's important that we look at these factors and really make it a goal to see how we're doing and check on those that we love and make sure we know how they are doing. And one final thought on this as an African-American, the pandemic has disproportionately affected the health of communities of color. Non-Hispanic Black adults and Hispanic or Latino adults report symptoms of anxiety and or depressive disorder more than white adults. And what's worse is these communities of color have had challenges gaining access to health care, specifically mental health care. 
And so again, let's make a goal to check our own mental health, but also the communities that are underserved and don't have the access. Let's check on them, check on our loved ones, and ensure that we make it a goal to check on our mental health. My intent in our conversation today is not to pose a situation that may bring about anxiety or fear or make it even worse for you, but to empower you. These are exciting times that we're in. The technological breakthroughs, the access that everyday people are are getting to many things that we were shut out from is incredible. And so I really am encouraged. But if we are not mindful about how we need to change and evolve in these changing times, we will have our wings clipped. We will be left behind. We will not be able to keep up. Let's make it a goal to navigate this post-pandemic workforce. Let's make it a goal to empower ourselves and educate ourselves through reading, reading more and educating ourselves more. And lastly, taking care of our minds and ensuring our emotional ability is there and we're not in confusion or depression, anxiety. And let's not be afraid to reach out for help in these areas and ask for support if needed. Because if we don't, I am discouraged and I am afraid. But that's not going to be you because you're going to set these goals and you're going to go after them like your life depends on it. This is Goal Camp. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to Goal Camp. All the resources from this episode can be found on my website at DerekSeelock.com forward slash Goal Camp. As always, you can find me on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and Instagram at Derek C. Lott. And don't forget to rate, subscribe, and share with a friend. Achieving your goals is not something that you can do alone. Find a partner that can keep you accountable. Looking forward to the next episode. Until next time, this is your camp director, Derek C. Lott signing off.